Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the Russians are growing angry and they are threatening war with the United States. I'll say it again. Russians are growing angry and they are threatening to go to war with the United States. Now, I didn't say the government, but the Russians, the people of Russia. Here's part of the articles. So Newsmax says the U.S. believes two Ukrainian missiles hit Russia's flagship and apparently sunk it. Here's what uh, HellTurnerRadioShow.com says. Russia is furious over the sinking of a missile cruiser. The Russian people are enraged. That's the Russian people. Now, the government hasn't spoken about this yet that I know of. The Russian people are enraged beyond words over the sinking of their black ship flagship, their Black Sea flagship, missile cruiser Moskva. And they're already publicly saying, publicly saying on TV, that they are in World War III with the United States. Russian heavy bombers are in the air right now over Tula, Russia, heading westward. The country of Finland has been begun digging trenches and setting up defensive points along its vast border with Russia. You remember yesterday, I said, how can you tell when two people are about to fight out on the school ground? Well, when they start um, doubling up their fists, they start squaring off, or maybe a face gets red, uh, there's words, maybe they're pushing each other. These are the kind of words that our nations do when they start digging trenches, when they start flying these Russian bombers. Those are words of war. Now, I want to believe that we still have several more years before Russia attacks and defeats America. I said I want to believe that. But boy, I sure didn't ask another thing. You know, Revelation 6.1 says, I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. Then you go to the next verse. And it says, and I saw when the lamp and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals. I heard his words, the noise of thunder. And one of the four beasts said, Come and see. And I looked and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him had a bow, and a crown was given to him. He went forth conquering and to conquer. Meaning, and you go back and you look at the, when he opens the second seal. Those first two seals are talking about war. And then in the fourth seal, when he holds up balances. And the measure of wheat for a penny, three measure of penny, or for barley for a penny, and seed that hurt not the oil and wine. All of those are all effects of war. So what are the ways we can tell we're getting very close to the tribulation is when we see these nations getting ready for war. And I think you'd agree, in the last year, we have seen shocking things that says there's a lot of nations getting ready for war. It goes on to say the kind of gives... That kind of gives us all the answers we need to know whether Finland is actually going to join NATO. And apparently, as we said in the program yesterday, apparently Finland and Sweden are about to do that. Now, why is that so big a deal? That would be like, how would you like, uh, let's say, Mexico to join some agreement with Russia that if Mexico was attacked, Russia would come to her defense? Because Finland and Sweden are right on the border, the northern border, of Russia. He goes on to say this whole Russia-Ukraine thing is escalating steadily toward actual World War III. Well, we prophecy students know that World War III actually started 2 of 2022. We know it's already started. And we also know that it doesn't stop until it concludes at Armageddon when Jesus returns. So, yeah. We're in the process of ramping up. It's just that the nuclear bombs hadn't hit America yet, but the war has started. Calls inside Russia for formal declaration of war. The destruction of Russia's guided missile cruiser Moskva 
is prompting calls in Russia for the special military operation to be upgraded into a formal declaration of war with Ukraine. On Russian television, the mood was furious anger, and the remarks being made were specific. Russia is already in World War III. Russia is at war with the United States, NATO, and more. I'll say it again. They say, now this is the Russians, they say that Russia is already at war with the United States and NATO and more. Here's what they're saying on Russia TV. Важное заявление Министерства обороны Российской Федерации о судьбе крейсера «Москва», на котором случился пожар. Речь про флагман Черноморского флота России. Но даже то, что есть посягательство на нашу территорию, есть в казус Белли абсолютный повод к войне, настоящий, без дураков. Не всяких, как это называется, ну что мы сейчас ведем? Спецоперация России Кончилась специальная военная операция. Сегодня ночью она кончилась. И она кончилась тем, когда нападают на нашу, на нашу родину с вами. Когда вы говорите ночью кончилась, вы имеете в виду крейсер «Москва»? Когда вы говорите про войну, вы имеете в виду объявление мобилизации сказали, тотальной? Стоп! Я не хотел говорить о крейсере Москве, тем более, чтобы были разные. Но вы сказали, крейсер Москва – это абсолютное повод для войны. Стопроцентный. Это флагман наш. И здесь думать нечего. Здесь нужна ответка. Но какая? Ее нужно придумать. Спецоперация России на Украине. То, во что это вылилось, уже смело можно называть не лукавя, Третьей мировой войной, совершенно точно. Мы прямо сейчас сражаемся, если не с НАТО, то уж точно с инфраструктурой НАТО. И это тоже надо осознавать Соединенными Штатами Америки. Круглосуточно они по железной дороге поставляют оружие, круглосуточно по земле из Польши поставляют оружие. В этом смысле, конечно, не шутка, что надо очень серьезно подумать об уничтожении железнодорожных узлов. Там, конечно, вопросики, они все едут и едут, я имею в виду лидеры. Но лидеров надо предупредить, пусть дома надо сидят. Надо по Киеву, тогда они приедут. Вот что нужно сделать. Вот этого не должно быть никогда. То, что мы сейчас видим на экране. Есть один способ ответить. Бабахнуть один раз и все. That's enough to wake up a little bit. It goes on to say, Russian defense will increase the number and size of missile attacks on Kyiv. Among the prisoners of Ukraine, there are military personnel of NATO countries. What are they doing there? I'll tell you what they're doing there. Because the Moloch and Baal worshippers that control most of the world, as they said to Benjamin Fulford, we've ruled this planet for thousands of years and we'll destroy it rather than give it up. So when they see that they're having problems with their own home country and that home, their homeland is in Ukraine, in that area, they want to, to send what they can to get it protected. We already have prisoners among the military personnel of NATO countries. We will show all this when this conduct, uh, when, we, when we conduct trials and the whole world will see what really happened. Now, they just said something really important there. And if you just read past it, you might not catch it. But that last part of that sentence is real important. Let me read it again. We already have prisoners among the military personnel of NATO countries. That's not the point. Here it is. We will show all this when we conduct trials. Trials? Trials? We will show all this when we conduct trials, and the whole world will see what really happened. Remember, 
the last number I have is 242,286 sealed indictments out there. See, it's not just Russia. It's also America. What they're trying to do is the good guys, there's still a few of them on the planet, and I'd like to think a few of them are in Russia, and I'd like to think a few of them are in America. And what they're doing is Russia, according to many sources, is actually going in on a cleanup operation into the Moloch and Baal worshippers' home territory, Ukraine. And what they're saying here, we will conduct trials, <laughs> as in we're going to arrest people and people on trial, and there will probably be some jail time and maybe even execution for some of the people that they find in uh, Ukraine. But then we also know the same thing is going to happen in America. As Dmitry Dudeman said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. And what is that? Well, had DJT won and been put in office, then perhaps this wouldn't have to happen. But now we have the good guys trying to kick out the bad guys. Same thing. That's what's really going on in Russia and Ukraine. I am convinced of it. He goes on to say, the United States have received an official diplomatic demark or note from Moscow. And it says that Russia demands the United States to stop arming Ukraine. And it threatens unpredictable consequences. And an official diplomatic note from Moscow was sent. These are the kind of things that happened just before a war, my brothers and sisters. So are we close? Closer than I want to think. Kiev is now being bombed, he says. As of 7.13 p.m. U.S. time on Thursday, April 14th, the city of Kiev, capital of Ukraine, is being heavily bombed, bombed by the Russian army. Now, we want to think that those bombs that they're firing off of the back of tanks or the, the trucks or things like that are more smaller and more precise. But now what they're saying is it's more, it's bigger. Now, let me tell you what happened. So a week ago Thursday, we, we had both the men and the women's bathroom overflow. And that explain, is basically expo exposed that we have some major plumbing problems at the Prophecy Club. And it's going to cost $9,500. Now, I've asked for this help on this last couple of days. And, you know, if you don't want to help, I guess that's all right. Maybe this needs to be the last time I ask for help. But we're all kind of shocked to see that we've only got $262 in help for the Roto-Rooter for the plumbing problem and also a pest, uh, well, a termite problem at the, at the office. As you know, termites can destroy a building. Of course, so can bad plumbing problems. So if God has blessed you, you appreciate Prophecy Club. And if you can help, now would be a really good time. Maybe there'd be the last time I say anything about it. If you don't want to help, then, you know, you don't have to. But... If if you could, we'd really appreciate it. So Dimitri was told, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America. This is an attempt to clean up our nation. Started by the communists. In other words, started by, by the bad guys. So the internal revolution started by the bad guys, but it's the good guys trying to kick them out, I believe. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. I believe that once the good guys kick out the bad guys... Then a bunch of the bad guys that didn't like that to happen will start fighting against the government. Then the government would be busy with internal problems, things like an earthquake up the center of the nation, falling dollar, food shortages, and things like that. 
Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day. Further confirmed, Terry Bennett said that the angel spoke to him and said the military will step in and seize control of a federal government. What do you call that? You call that an internal revolution. Then Jack Rigney had another dream, April 2, and he said he saw the armored battalion of tanks rolling into Washington, D.C. and taking over, essentially. Now let's go on. But here's the point. This is the point I want to get to today, and I've covered this many times. You folks have been following us for a long time. You will recognize this. But I believe what is happening is this right now. April 1997, Dmitry Dudeman. The angel visited him. He says, I knelt beside my bed to pray as I do every night. He had a prayer closet. After finishing my prayer, I opened my eyes. I was no longer in my room, and instead I found myself in a forest. I looked around to my right, and I saw a man. In other words, the angel that comes to him. I saw a man dressed in white who pointed his finger and said, See and remember. It took me a while to find out what he was pointing at, and it was a small bear who seemed half dead lying in the ground. As I looked, I continued to watch the bear begin to breathe deeper. With every passing minute, it seemed to revive itself, and as I watched, it also became angrier. Hmm. That's where we are right now. Okay, so Perestroik and Gloss knows the bear was dead. They thought it was dead. But then Russia hit oil. Russia began to pay off all of their debts. And she began to build up her military. And now she's becoming very angry. I was thinking that things we were doing was making angry or, or Russia angry about a year, year and a half ago. That's nothing compared to what we're doing right now. I mean, we actually have some of our troops in Ukraine fighting against Russian troops now. And it's been going on since actually before February. It then began to grow. And the Russian bear has it paid off its debts grow. I mean, it's become a very strong and wealthy nation, not compared to America, but compared to many of the nations. It then began to grow. Soon it was larger than the forest floor, and it began to grow larger, and it continued to become angrier. That's what is going on right now. It then began to paw the ground, so that when a paw paw would hit the ground, the earth would shudder. (laughs) Is the earth shuddering in Ukraine right now from the missiles hitting? Yes, it is. The bear continued to devastate all that stood in his path until it came upon some men with sticks. I believe that's the NATO nations. Men with sticks trying to fend it off. When the Russian bear decides to really go to war, NATO, all the other nations come against it, she's going to run over them like men fighting a big, strong bear with sticks. By this time, the bear had grown so large it simply crushed the men underfoot and continued to rampage. I was stunned by what I saw and asked the man standing beside me, what does this mean? At first, they thought the great bear was dead. That's Perestroika and Glasnost. As it would begin to stir again, they will consider it harmless, and we still do today. America still considers Russia, basically, they think that China is the big threat. Consider it harmless. Suddenly, it will grow strong once more with power, uh, purpose, and violence. Well, according to Daniel chapter 7, that when the bear gets three ribs and mouth of it between the teeth of it, and then I heard another voice say, Arise and devour much flesh. And according to what Coverstone was told in his dream, those three nations, or those three ribs and the mouth of it between the teeth of it, are probably going to be Latvia, Estonia, and Ukraine. So pretty much Russia has taken over Ukraine, and if that prophecy is understood correctly, then we'll see that after Ukraine is put down, Russia won't stop. She will go on over and take over Latvia and Estonia 
as Coverstone was told in his dream, and that'll be the three ribs and the mouth of it. But when, then they heard another voice say, Arise, devour much flesh. So this is really the start of the Russian bear, World War Three, the start of the rise of the Russian bear that will eventually conclude in them attacking, defeating America, and they don't stop until it goes all the way to Russia. Matter of fact, the rest of that is, then uh, God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they uh, sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. Now, what does that mean? It's the same war. It's the same Russia. They'll make Russia the leader. Then under the leadership of the Russians, all the world goes down to attack little Israel. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she cries for Messiah. Messiah returns in the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. What does that tell you? It tells you that Russia, just like Ezekiel 38 39 says, Russia is there at Armageddon. So this is the start of what will conclude at Armageddon with Jesus returning. I'll say it again. This is the start. February 22 of 2022 is the start of Armageddon, if you want to look at it that way. goes on to say, God will blind the eyes of those that continue to trample on the sacrifice of Christ's blood, that would be America, until the day the bear strikes swiftly. This day will catch them unprepared, and it will be just as you saw. The man then said, tell my people the days are numbered, and the sentence has been passed. Now, I cannot tell you how many times I've prayed that God would at least soften or delay what he won't remove. But when you've got America falling in Revelation uh, 18, Jeremiah 50, 51, uh, Isaiah 13, 21, 47, that's six chapters that it talks about the fall of America in. Uh, you were going to tear six chapters out of the Bible? Uh, that would be very difficult. I would like to think that happened, but it's probably not going to happen. The days are numbered. The sentence has been passed. If they will seek my face and walk in righteousness, meaning America, before me, I will open America's eyes so that they may see the danger approach. If they only look to the approaching danger, they too will be caught up and trampled underfoot. Only in righteousness will they find safety, meaning the only way you're going to find real safety is in the Lord Jesus. And the only way he's going to protect you is if we have all stopped sinning, repented, and turned to Jesus. So I encourage you, stop sinning. Stop all the little secret sins, all the little bad words, all the little bad thoughts coming out of our heart. We've got to stop that stuff. On to the next topic. <coughs> the global fertilizer shortage means that far less food will be grown all over the planet. This comes to us from most important news. My good friend Michael Snyder does a wonderful job. He says, right now, to a very large degree, we're still eating food that was produced in 2021. I hadn't thought of that. I thought this was a good point. But by the end of the year, to a very large degree, we'll be eating food that was produced in 2022. Unfortunately for all of us, it appears that a lack of fertilizer will mean that far less food will be grown in 2022 than anticipated. Thanks to an unprecedented explosion in, in, in energy prices, we're already facing a fertilizer crisis. Now, hang on. So why is fertilizer so important? Okay, pretty much you can't grow corn without it, especially this hybrid stuff that they have in America now. It takes lots of water and lots of fertilizer and lots of all kinds of things. But fertilizer, got to have fertilizer. As a matter of fact, fertilizer is what causes us to have such cheap food and such plentiful food. Fertilizer, and guess where it comes from? Much of it from oil. That's right. 
fertilizer crisis even before the war in Ukraine, but now that the war in Ukraine has definitely taken things to a next level. He says, the great deal of the world's fertilizer now comes from either Russia, Belarus, or Ukraine. And a fertilizer shortage has added to growing pains about the Ukraine's war impact on the price and scarcity of certain basic foods. All of this sounds like we're getting pretty close to the start of the tribulation, doesn't it? Again, a pair of balance in his hand, a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. That means that you work all day long for enough food to get just feed you for that day. Those, that's what happens when you're in a war, and we're already seeing the effects of it. When fertilizer prices go up, food goes up, or there's not existent food, those are the, some of the things that we see when there's a war going on. Russia and Belarus have provided about 40% of the world's exports of potash. That's fertilizer. Belarus producer, it wouldn't be able to uphold his contracts. In other words, even though we've said we're going to sell you so much of this fertilizer or so much of this grain, uh, sorry, Charlie, we're not going to be able to. Russia also exported 11% of the world's urea fertilizer and 48% of the ammonium nitrate fertilizer. Russia and Ukraine together export 28% of the fertilizers made from nitrogen and phosphorus. What is that? Fertilizer. That's what grows our food. Now, we don't eat nitrogen or phosphorus or what was the other thing? Uh, Urea. We don't eat that, but the plants do. And we eat what the plants produce. So without fertilizer, food is, I mean, even Biden said there will be famine. Those are his exact words. I was shocked to hear that. Some fertilizers have more than doubled in price. Potash, for example, went from 210 to 565. Urea has gone from $268 up to, and I covered it up accidentally, uh, but it was like three times the price. In particular, here in the United States, it's simply not going to be profitable for many farmers to grow corn this year because corn needs a high amount of fertilizer. Far less fertilizer means far less food grown. Doesn't make a difference what the price is. Might not be able to get it at any price. There will be famines. Soaring fertilizer prices are likely to bring spiked food prices. If you're upset the gas has gone up a dollar or two, hang on. Hang on until your grocery bill is $1,000 a month is what he's basically saying. So can you afford to pay $1,000 more for groceries in a month? Uh, if not, he says, this is Michael Snyder talking, you better stock up now while prices are still relatively reasonable. And I'll agree. As a matter of fact, Joseph Kitchen has had to go up in prices because some of the things in the prices have already doubled to Joseph Kitchen. And Leslie Ann, my daughter that owns the company, has already told me that they're about to raise prices again. So if you're thinking about getting some kind of food from Joseph's Kitchen or any place, now would be a good time to get it. There are certain things that you will not be able to stock up on simply because they aren't there. Shortages are intensifying all over the country, and in particular, we have seen an alarming shortage of pasta begin to happen in certain stores. When there's no food, there's no peace. America's time of plenty is ending. I'm going to say it ended September 6th of 2021. I've been saying that. That's what the two cow prophecy is saying. Plenty is ending and the casualties will be catastrophic. So these are some pictures of a guy that drives around the country taking pictures of shortages in various grocery stores. He helps document the food crisis here in America. Over the past two years, he has been seeing images like this all over, worse than he'd ever seen. Chicken section section is virtually empty. 
many sections virtually empty, as you can see. And you've probably seen these at the store yourself. I have uh, massive areas where it's simply empty. Now, as you know, I'm calling Americans to fast and pray. Um, my fast started this past Monday, and it'll continue through Monday evening um, at, at midnight. However, uh, <laughs> I started getting dizzy. Uh, of course, we, we've asked people to, to do no food. You can have juice, water, coffee, everything else. Okay, take your meds. Don't hurt yourself. Well, this morning I was getting dizzy. And uh, I started getting in the shower, and I grabbed the top of the shower because I was so dizzy. Leslie said, that's it. you got to have something to eat. I'm going to get you something to eat. So I had three eggs and a bagel. And, of course, tonight's Passover. So I'll, I'll have Passover, and then I'll go right back on the fast. Why? Because we're all praying, and if you want to get the scoop on it, you go to prophecyclub.com, and you download this this file called Suitcase Nuke April 18, 2022. Suitcase Nuke April 18, 2022, and you get it at prophecyclub.com forward slash downloads. We're asking people to pray that a suitcase nuke will not go off April 18, 2022. There's nothing wrong with praying that a suitcase nuke won't go off in America, and certainly not in New York City, and certainly not in Times Square. Nothing wrong with asking for that. And so that's what we're fasting over. Also, a very important scientist, May 20th of 2022, we're asking that he will not be killed or murdered. Very interesting, I emailed this guy, come to find out he's a big follower of Prophecy Club. Uh, and I've even invited him to come on. I don't know if he can or will, but uh, he's very important. And he's probably going to be the guy that is setting up the new digital um, uh, digital cash system based upon the Starlink satellites and all of that sort of stuff. Okay, so now let me do a brief refresher. I've covered this last couple of programs, but this is new and this is important. And so I'm going to do it real quick. This guy here has made a program. And here's you have to you have to look. You have to look. Okay, you go to here. I can't say the word. You go to here. And you look up, you do a search for these words, okay? And then you go and watch this. And he's talking about how there's going to be some poison put in the water in America. He's actually saying in some places it's already there. Now, the interesting part is, and I've covered this, so I won't read it again, but Leslie, February 26, 2011, said that there's going to be something put in the water supply People get angry because of the bottled water because people will jump to drinking bottled water. But she says the bottled water will also be contaminated. And the only way we'll be able to have fresh, clean water is if we filter it ourselves. Be it tap water, bottled water, there's going to come a time. It all has to be filtered. So here's what we did. We went to Berkey Water Filter, which we've been carrying them since basically the beginning of Prophecy Club. And we just we bought basically the rest of the of the Berkeys that they have, so I don't know. Prophecy Club might be the only place that carries Berkeys here for here for long. But anyway, if you want to get one, go to Prophecy Club, and oh, here's the download section. Click right here, and you get that other thing, and then you click on Berkeys, and it'll pull up like this. I do not recommend you get this one. I recommend you get this one or this one. One of these others. And also, there's a lot of people getting this in peril. That's a very good Berkey to get, too. Anyway, we, we have some in stock, and I understand we're about to get more come Wednesday or Thursday. So if you want to get a water filter, if you don't want to drink this poison, this is, well, 
rattlesnake poison. <laughs> what the guy says, rattlesnake poison they're going to be putting in our water all over the nation. So there's your word of warning. Nothing wrong with fertilizer or with, fertilizer, with filtering your water either. Nothing wrong with it. Also, if you want to get some food, if you want to eat during the famine that's coming, that is coming, and we've got like 14 different dreams or visions, all saying there's a food shortage, all of them, then I recommend you go to Joseph's Kitchen. What you do there is you go and you get yourself a machines package, and then you decide in the next four squares how much food you want to get. Essentially, what we're going to do is send you some wheat berries. You don't call them seeds. Call them berries. We send you big buckets, seven-gallon buckets of wheat, and then you we show you the machines package shows you how to grind that in 30 seconds into flour. You put it into a bed machine with six other ingredients. Push a button two and a half hours later, you have a nice, hot, wonderful, very nutritious, very delicious loaf of bread. Matter of fact, it smells so good. Everybody in the house wants a piece of it. Uh, and, and one slice in the morning, according to what I've discovered, now I'm not a nutritionist, one slice in the morning, one slice in the afternoon satisfies me for a day. If I'm going to play racquetball, then I'll eat a third slice. And if I, if I've found that if I eat four slices, I have so much energy that I have trouble sleeping. Uh, I'd be something like 12, 12, 34 and go to sleep. So I'm just telling you one loaf, one loaf of bread will feed one person for a week. And we're talking like in the ballpark in terms of actual ingredients around $10 loaf. Show me another way you can feed somebody for $10 for a week. Joseph'sKitchen.com. Go check it out. Also, if you're thinking about getting gold and silver, we'll send you CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. And if you're thinking about getting an EMP device, then here's where you go, EMPShield.com. Put in the promo code PROPHECY. You get a $50 discount. I encourage you to sign up for Training the Prophets training class that will be April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. It's not just for prophets, nor is it just for apostles. It's for all those that are called to be in ministry. So that's April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. Go to traintheprophets.com. Sign up quickly because there is a limited seating. I'm going to show you how I make wheat bread in about 60 seconds. Now, it actually takes two hours and 30 minutes, including organizing all of the ingredients which I have already put together. So first thing I do is I turn on the mill. I let it wind up. I put in four cups of wheat berries. That's what the wheat berries look like. They're just seeds. You can see what they look like. That takes about 30 seconds. That's turning the seeds into flour, real flour, the way God intended it. Always let it spin up before you put the wheat in. Now to keep it a little quieter, I'm going to put the lid on. There you go. That's it. 30 seconds took four cups of wheat berries and turn it into flour. Now, I take the wheat flour right here. Nice wheat flour. I'm afraid to tip it too much, but there you go, wheat flour. This is, as it says here, water, salt, honey, olive oil, and two eggs, and this is the thermometer that is reading 100 degrees. We even send you the thermometer. Then we pour it into the bread machine. 
Then we pour the wheat on top. Then we put in the lecithin and the yeast. So, I have added the flour here. Now, what I do is I, first of all, I add a le a, 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 a tablespoon. It actually says two tablespoons. This way I do it, though. A pretty good helping spoon. And I just put that off to the side. Then I move the flour around and I dig a little pit for the yeast. And I keep the yeast in a sealed container. It goes bad if you just put in the refrigerator just uh, in the bag. So then I put a tablespoon of yeast right in the little grave and I cover that up. And I'm done except for setting it. So now I open the bread machine. I put all of the... I'm going to take the thing off. I don't want to cook that. Put this in the bread machine. I already have the bread machine preset to the settings that I want. Okay. So then I push here and I go up to number 12. There. And that didn't seat good. There. 12, and then I push play or go. Two hours and 20 minutes from now, I will have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of bread. Total time, two hours, 30 minutes. My time, 10 minutes. Josephskitchen.com. Josephskitchen.com. It's God's famine food. It is the cheapest way that two people can live in a time of famine, josephskitchen.com. So now our bread is finished cooking, and this is what it looks like now that it is all finished cooking. And it is a perfect loaf. Then what we do is we take this loaf out, which it's too hot for me to touch, so I'm not going to take it out right now. But what we would do is put it in this bread slicer. The bread slicer comes with your mechanics package, and then you just put this in here and slice your bread like that. I also, the, the knife comes with it. We do not supply, apply the bread box, but I do recommend you have a bread box. And then what you want to do is keep your bread in the bread box like this. You want to keep the light off of it and uh, keep it moist. And I wanted to also show you what it is the difference between whole wheat bread and the stuff in the store. Okay, so this is a one pound loaf. I just bought in the store. That's one pound, okay, compared to, if I can get this, three pounds. This is a three-pound loaf. In other words, this actually has some weight to it. Why? Because it's not all air. It's actually nutrition. This is not. Now, I want to compare one of the slices. So this is one of the slices from the nothing bread. This is one of the slices from my bread. You can see the difference. See that? Two slices of this a day sustains a person. Probably a half a loaf, probably a whole loaf every day would not sustain a person because there's nothing to it. 
the nutrition part of it has been taken out. So if you look at the difference here, that's the reason we say two of these kind of slices is a meal and it sustains you. Uh, so I suggest that you take this out. Again, it's too hot for me to take out yet. I mean, I, I can dump it out, but take it out, put it in the slicer, slice it up, put it in the bread box. The bread box is not part of the mechanicals, so you have to choose one. And you'll probably have to choose a large one because it, the, the loaves that come out of this are so much larger. Anyway, so it's excellent bread. So what we're asking you to do today is to get this book in DVD. Now, hang on, hang on. I'm going to put a challenge out there. I've had several emails come to me lately, and people will be repenting. I've been watching you for, for years, and I never sent a donation until right now. And, oh, I'm really sorry. I know I should have a long time ago. But anyway, here's my donation. So let me first speak to all of the people that have never supported this ministry. I'm going to ask you this time to consider supporting it. And it's not about money. I want to get you excited about proving that the Bible is true. I think you will be so amazed by this book. It's, it's book and DVD. This book is just high. Well, here's the picture of what we were just talking about. High quality, full color photographs, eight and a half by 11, big, I mean, really nice stuff. And when I saw this book, I said, oh, I got to have it. <laughs> I got to have it because I've been there. I mean, less than I've been there. We, we know this stuff's true. We've been there. You know, we got our own photographs, a lot of this stuff. This, if we really are in the last days, and I think we both believe we are, then, see, God has put archaeological evidence into the earth to convince those people that will be convinced. Some people you never convince. And what this book and DVD are is, some, is, is, is giving you the ability to put in your hands the ability to explain the validity and the truth of the Bible. Now, here's what we're asking, okay? So the book is $75, but you can buy your $3,000 airline ticket. You can go to Turkey. You can go to Israel. You can spend four or $5,000 looking for this stuff. You won't find it. You will not find it. I'm going to tell you right now. You will not find the things that are in this book because you won't have God guiding you and directing you. Some places you can't even get into today. So for $75 for that book, bargain bargain. It's about winning souls. Now, this is a three and a half hour double DVD. That's only one disc. It's not two discs. It's one disc, but it's a, a double layer. It's three and a half hours. And this explains the things that are in the book. So you need both. Don't think about getting one or the other. Get both. So we're doing this. The DVD is 50. The book is 75, but you can get both of them for a hundred dollar donation at prophecyclub.com. Now, I got the, the box behind me to show you. We just got them in. We just got them in at the, at, the, at the warehouse, and we are all ready to ship book and DVD. All you got to do is go to prophecyclub.com and place your order, and if you want to, you can even have them overnighted to you. Berkey water filters have arrived. You see, most companies these days are out of Berkey water filters, but we just got a new shipment. 
Berkey Water Filters at prophecyclub.com. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.